0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Matters Podcast. My name is PJ Patterson. Thank you for joining me today. Our topic today is long term investing. Is it still relevant? I bring this up because there is a lot of talk uh, around this idea of long term investing and that it is the best way and the only way, really, I suppose, to make money in markets. And there's a, I suppose, a a uh, common marketing theme in the financial planning community and amongst <clears throat> investment advisors and so forth, that uh, it's time in the market and not market timing. You may have heard that phrase before. And I couldn't disagree with this more. And the reason I say that is because markets cycle. We go through a business cycle. We go through an economic cycle. And at any given part of the business and economic cycle, you should have a different portfolio set up. And I'm going to explain a little bit about what that looks like. But basically, long-term investing is made up of periods of short-term investing and short-term decision-making. And as an investor, you have to be willing to not just set and forget. And this is, again, what the industry wants you to do. And there's a reason for that, and I'm going to say it, uh, which is they want to just keep you know, clipping the ticket on fees on your account for the next 25, 30 years. And they always blame the market. Uh, yeah, sorry, they, you know, they, no, they do always blame the market. I was going to say they don't necessarily always blame the market, but they do. When there's market crashes and your account balance goes down, invariably your financial planner, your your asset manager, whoever is going to say, "Oh, well, we didn't see that coming," or "Oh, you know, there's nothing we could do about that," or whatever. And that is absolute BS. There is a better way to do things. And again, it is about observing and orienting around the shorter-term market cycles. Now, when I say short-term, I'm not talking about being a day trader. I'm not saying that every single day you should be in the market. I mean, if you want to do that and and you have the capability to do that, sure. But I'm talking specifically to people who are, say, managing uh, superannuation accounts or have superannuation accounts. Here, I'm based in Australia. Or for that matter, are uh, investing their own money maybe in an individual account or a family trust or something like that. And so I'm specifically saying to you that there are time frames, usually between one to three months, where there are certain economic conditions and certain economic setups that necessitate you to reposition your portfolio. Now, sometimes these things can stretch out for six or twelve months, there's no doubt about that. We have definitely gone through periods of economic growth that have lasted one to three years, but typically they don't just go in a straight line in one direction. There will always be some changes that you can make to a portfolio. Uh, But in any case, um, the thing I want you to get away from is this idea that you're going to buy a stock. And let's just pick a name. Let's just say something like Tesla. You're going to buy a stock and you're going to own it for the next 30 years. That is absolutely ludicrous. A stock like Tesla is going to be, uh, because of what it is right now, it's going to be very volatile. It's going to go through periods where that stock gets uh, crushed. And it's going to go through periods where it has these massive runs. And those are related to the business cycle and to the economic cycle. So, again, long-term investing is, it's a lovely idea that uh, over a 30-year period or so, you're going to just put some money into the market. You're going to add to that. Let's say you've got a a growth strategy or something like that. You're just going to add to your account, and, uh, you know, it's going to be be up, you know, 10 to 12% on average uh, every year for over a 30-year period. It's pretty unlikely if you don't manage the risk. Uh, that will occur during changes in the business cycle. So I'll give you a great example of this. I'm recording this in 2021, we just came through. Uh, 2020, obviously, was a bad year. COVID hit everything else. And early in 2020, even late 2019, I was repositioning my clients' portfolios because it was evident there was gonna be a slowdown in corporate earnings. Now, again, this is part of the business cycle where corporate earnings will go through a big growth phase. And then they will inevitably slow down. They have to. That is, again, part of the business cycle. And when that slowdown begins to occur, it means certain things in terms of the ownership you should have, uh, sorry, the stocks you should own in your portfolio, how much exposure you should have to the market, and whether you should own different asset classes. So, for example, instead of owning a lot of equities, you should probably start um, reducing your equity exposure and start buying things like treasuries or government debt and, and things of that nature. Anyway, we started doing that in late 2019, early 2020. And I had no idea that COVID was going to come along. There was no uh, indication that this was going to be a, a problem or a, really as a black swan event. But it happened. And, of course, that made the downturn that was already beginning because, again, the economic cycle dictated that corporate earnings were going to slow. And a few other metrics, which I won't go into in this podcast, but a few other metrics were were showing that we were going to have a slowdown. Maybe not a recession or anything like that, but definitely a slowdown. And that was going to affect equity prices. So in any case, we had repositioned our portfolios. Now, COVID came along, and lo and behold, um, we did not have massive drawdowns. So I think the Australian stock market went down something like 35 or 40% from peak to trough during the COVID sell-off. Now, my clients uh, didn't really wear any of that. Uh, I think accounts might have gone down 2 to 3%, something like that. But that's nothing compared to a massive drawdown in capital like that. And as a long-term investor, which um, we are long-term investors, but we're we're shorter-term in portfolio orientation. So certainly, uh, if you're investing over a lifetime, well, that is long-term investing. But I just am suggesting to you that you need to break that down into smaller chunks of time and act as a short-to-intermediate-term investor based on what the business cycle and economic cycle are doing. And so, in any case, back to that example, because COVID came along and it just crushed markets, we didn't have a big capital drawdown in accounts. Which meant that as the recovery began to unfold later in 2020, and then it looked like we would have turned the corner economically and we were going to start to see an upswing, all of my clients had their capital preserved such that they could uh, now buy into, we could go sort of all in, to use a poker term all in to the market into the next phase which is going to be a growth phase and we've been doing that now successfully uh, in this early part of 2021 and that's going to continue for another few months at least so anyway just to just to lock this off if you think uh, again that you are a long-term investor i would challenge you to break down and to start to think about markets in smaller chunks of time and they should be related to the business and economic cycle And furthermore, uh, the way I think that you should approach markets is to say, what changes do I need to make in my portfolio given the economic conditions? You can still be a long-term investor because ultimately what we're looking for here is long-term preservation and compounding of our capital. But you can't do that if you have big drawdowns in your capital at the wrong time, uh, well the right time, but the wrong time in markets. When markets inevitably correct, and they do, uh, correct, and sometimes they can be very vicious, like the one we just had uh, in during the COVID crisis. Uh, you must preserve the capital that you have created through market growth during that previous period of time. Hopefully, that makes sense, and I hope that you are now thinking a bit more about whether you're a um, uh, whether you can challenge this idea that you're a long-term investor and focus more on the short-term, medium-term, uh, and again link that to the business cycle and to the economic cycle. As always, I wish you all the success with your investing. You've been listening to the Money Matters Podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you liked the content that you've heard today, please subscribe to the channel. And remember to leave a comment, like, and share it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Money Matters Podcast.